Okay, all right. We'll bring it back. Uh, let's just hear. I don't. We don't have to necessarily like go around. Let's want to just kind of hear comments. You can just pop in there and kind of share what you were discussing. What you maybe confess to. We'll get to that one in just a minute. I was a little when I first heard about Okay, what else? What else was said? This side of the room's winning right now, so <laughs> I need to pick it up on this side. I went through like a, this thing called D60, which was written by Stephen Deeks, which our faith supports his ministry. Um, and I did it with my mentor and some other guys. And it was really cool to see that even in the midst of, it's like pretty much boot camp, spiritual boot camp is the kind of what you do, doing really different disciplines. And by the end of it, even though like you're spending a lot of time on it, like even when I was like, man, I wish I had time for other things, like I was so spiritually nourished. You know, I was, I was so spending time pouring out and being poured into by God that it was almost like after you think about it, you know, that's actually better. Mm-hmm. So uh, I've been stepped away from it on Okay, what else was said? This is good. I think about like P90X. <laughs> yes. You've been playing off that. Yeah. How do I do this for the rest of my life? My goodness. It's over. Yeah. And especially true whenever. Uh, there's countless, like there's so many books about spiritual disciplines, and there, and you hear about a new one all the time. And you're like, there's another one. Can we just have like six? And that's like that's a lot. And then it's like, there's books and books and books on so many different ways. And you're exactly right. Like, how do we, how do we even tackle this giant of a thing? But we all know we want to do it. But we're just like, well, what do we? How do we do this? That's good. Yeah. Tommy. I feel like growing up in, I guess, the Church of Christ, maybe specifically, but I typically associate spiritual disciplines with like earning your reward from God. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, I, I do this and this and this, so I earn my love of God. It, there's almost like a, a guilt attached to it in a way. Like, if I don't do this and this and this, yeah. and I'm not doing it all. But, yeah. you know, I think the more you mature, and I even think the Church of Christ is kind of even grown to not push it quite as much and say it doesn't, like these things are important, obviously. The more you do them, mm-hmm. the closer you naturally, it's almost like uh, tuning your ear to a pitch. It's like when you start these, it's like you start hearing and seeing and viewing things differently. And it's like kind of just tuning your whole body and mind into accepting and viewing God, you know, and letting Him enter into your body. That's kind of how I like 
something you do to earn God's love. Yeah. Yeah, kind of like homework. That's what Daniel just said. Church homework. Church homework. That's good. That's good. Maybe a couple more. Probably going with the video. Um, while well, I love it, the base, mm-hmm. it is a cornerstone. Mm-hmm. I kind of look at it being that you know, with discipline and love, and that is taking over the two, really being conscious of the two, the first commandment right. of the Bible and the stuff and the neighbor, then uh, I think the rest can kind of fall in line, but that's got to be the root. Yeah. If you have that, I think that was, uh, well, you're not going to. I heard, uh, what's her name, Miriam? Hey, Miriam, she gave the, the uh, Memphis speech to Tulane, uh, mm-hmm. and she had one tattoo. I've forgotten what it is, but it's from the Mayan tribe, something like that. But anyway, basically, it was saying with, with that, that statement, love yourself and you will love your neighbor. And basically, you will not do anything to harm yourself, therefore, you will never do anything to harm your neighbor. But if you can really obtain that and really understand that, I think that the discipline becomes much easier. And that's that. That's hard, and you know. And, and, I, and I chose one of the ones I chose up here. Uh, this is the list. If you've not picked up on that, and to that point, one of um, the reason I chose submission is because it's so hearing the word even makes you cringe. Submission. <clears throat> And that's worth exploring to me. Like, why does it give so many people anxiety when we talk about things like submission, things like fasting, you know, and how we've kind of wiggled our way to make it not that, you know, doesn't land that hard. It's like, well, you can fast from like, you know, watching TV. They didn't have TV. I don't think in the New Testament. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I missed a part of my uh, my in my Bible. Um, but it's like, man, when we journey through these, when we explore them, when we go a little bit deeper, I think something does become revealed to us that will enrich our lives, and that will hopefully quench this desire that the want for more, the want for bigger, the want for just the want and like can I just be satisfied but we don't live in a culture in a world that that teaches or lives out you know the idea of being satisfied with what you have and who you are and Toby here I mean you're exactly right like the idea of love loving God 
loving others, loving myself, and then essentially loving others. And then that in two is why self-care is up there. Because some of you in here who work in this world understand that if I'm not taking care of self, which we all have probably known people in our lives who have done the opposite of taking care of self, then you cannot possibly care for others and love others the way that you might should. And the church, and a lot of us grew up in church, was like the idea of even focusing on self and loving self and caring self is like bad. Don't you dare think about taking care of yourself you take care of others. And then what we end up happening, even though we've heard the sermon of, I can't pour into anybody if I'm not being poured into, we literally, that's what we do. We spend our lives just pouring out, pouring out. And then a lot of people in our lives that maybe and even in this room are walking, walking around literally empty and a bone dry, but are just, just doing it, just moving on, moving on fumes. And so my hope is for sure that if that is you in this room right now, that something will happen, a transformation will take place, something will be revealed, and you'll begin to be able to fill yourself up with the Spirit and ultimately being able to spill that over into others' lives. And if you already are in somewhat of a healthy place or in a healthy place, this will hopefully equip you to when you're having those conversations with family, friends, neighbor, co-workers, and you'll be so in tune and so ready for the conversation that it just naturally comes out of you. Um, so I, I found this quote that's from one of my other favorite authors. I thought it was a great way of introducing us to this idea of discipline. It's from Henry Nowen. So I'm going to read this. I think I actually just deleted it, which is fine. Thanks, smartphone. <laughs> I seriously think I just swiped and deleted it. Is there like a recently delete on this thing? I don't think there is. There's it. There is. Okay, good. I'm throwing something new today. So it says, discipline is the other side of discipleship. Discipleship without discipline is like waiting to run, the, run in a marathon without ever practicing. Discipline without discipleship is like always practicing for a marathon but never participating. It is important, however, to realize that discipline in the spirit life is not the same as discipline in sports. Discipline in sports is the concentrated effort to master the body so that it can obey the mind better. Discipline in the spiritual life is a consecrated effort to create space and time where God can become our master and where we can respond freely to God's guidance. Thus, discipline is the creation of boundaries that keep Time and space open for God. Solitude requires discipline. Worship requires discipline. Caring for others requires discipline. They all ask us to set apart time and a place 
where God's gracious presence can be acknowledged and responded to. So, with that being said, um, I chose these. I don't know if you can see them, but I chose these as the dipsters that we're going to talk about this summer. Now, some of you may have read spiritual discipline books and or blogs or articles and magazines or, and, and that kind of thing. Um, there's a lot out there, as we said earlier. And I chose some of these because in some ways they're foreign to us. We may not have ever really explored what this might mean and what this might look like as a spiritual discipline. And so that's why some of these made it on the list. Um, others have been ones that I have seen people either, either flee from or uh, just don't really get but really want to get. And so here we are. Now, um, what I would like for us to do now is seeing this, and I'll just kind of go through the list. We have discernment, confession, spiritual direction, Sabbath, examine, self-care, fasting, justice, submission, care of the earth, retreat, and service. So hearing that list, again, turn to your neighbor, or you can find a new neighbor. But if you're not ready for a new neighbor yet, that's fine. <laughs> you can go to the old neighbor, okay? So turn to someone next to you. Hearing this list, which one are you, kind of two questions, which one are you most excited about? Like what's the one you're excited for us to talk about this summer? And what's the one you're like, I, I don't know about that one. And I'll show up, but I'm very either cautious or I don't really want to talk about it because then if I hear it talk, then I got to like do something with what I heard and I don't want to do that. And I think that's the other big, that's the big thing with this too, is that my hope is that we just don't come and sit in here and just talk about these disciplines and then that's it. Like we talk about them in here, then we go home, we go to lunch and that's it. But that they actually become something that we practice. And that's one thing that especially our tribe is great at doing. We're great at gaining the knowledge, reading all about it, studying it, right? Debating about it, but then not actually doing it. And so um, that's the other big part of this. It's like, let's actually do these things. Or let's at least try them. So, neighbor time. Talk about one you're most excited about, one you're eh, not, not too keen on. And then uh, we'll come back and we'll hear from that and then see where our time takes us.
I'll put it in the email too. might take us. Oh, I love it. Everybody's making new friends. This is great. You're getting lunch plans together. I hope you decided we're going to eat the lunch today. That way you don't have to talk about it in church. You already know we're going to go to lunch, you know. It's good. All right, so let's hear. Let's hear it. Even this popcorn style is what they call it, I think. 
Yeah, whoever wants to start. I'm pretty excited to hear about like, the direction we go with the justice system. Mm-hmm. Like, I know what justice is, but how, is, how would we do that with spiritual discipline? Yeah. Uh, just, but the thing I'm really not looking forward to is confession. Because, like, I can confess in a small group, mm-hmm. but there's, like, a public confession that, that we're told to do. But I just know so many people being ministers did that did publicly confess and got destroyed and their lives their families fell apart and everything. And it would some of it wasn't even that bad. Like you hear it like now. Yeah. Like but like churches threw them out the door, you know, you know, they were kind of uns- like they're like use the scriptures of Paul like get rid of the uh, fellow brother unfaithful brother or whatever. Even when it was like not too serious and they were confessing wow. trying to come back to the Lord yeah. 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 so that's listening to church of Christ is something I kind of like that. it's good thank you others yeah. that submission for me is probably the most challenging I'm really good at submitting but I'm terrible about taking it right back right and I'm so I'm, I'm going to give this to God and submit he knows better than I do but then the next minute, I'm taking that right back. Right. And that's not Good. And there's the hope, too, is hopefully everyone that will come before us will leave us all with, like, practical ways in which we practice these things. Like, what is it? Because we can talk about it in very much in a theory way, but we want to really try to make this thing as very practical and, and here's what you actually could do to live this out. You know? But that's great, you know. What else? I don't even know what examine. Examine? Examine, yeah. There you go. <laughs> there you go. The mystery. The mystery of examine. You're going to love it. You're going to absolutely love it. Can you give us an idea? Does anybody here know examine? Know, know what it is? I know it's the blog this week. <laughs> that was a test to see who's been reading. At least you saw that there was a blog about it. <laughs> anyone? Anyone? No? Yeah? I don't know what that means. Uh-huh. But I was just going to say, uh, okay, I'm kind of fascinating that you take the, the Bible, the Holy Bible, whether it's the King James or the Living Bible, what have you. But that there are so many different views of the exact same scriptures. So the sermon is the one that is really um, affected my heart because it's quite, it's quite fascinating. You know, if you have universities that support a document, a way of understanding the exact same scripture that another university will totally say no to, it's not that way. Mm-hmm. So I find it quite fascinating. And that's a that's a it's going to be a fun one just because it's so it it's so much of every, I mean it covers a lot of things. The sermon does right. Not only like how do we discern what the, what the text, what scripture is saying, this is where we need to go, this is where we need to go, but and also just discernment, especially for those those been here who are in that young adult phase. We all know lots of people who struggle with like discerning a direction for their life. That can also be said for people who are much older than the twenties and thirty somethings in here too, that there's people who struggle with like what comes next. And the idea of discernment is a big, big part of that. It's good. 
direction caught my eye because I've been thinking about career direction and relationship mm-hmm. direction and stuff, but spiritual direction I don't really think that much about, but that would be a good way to look into it. Yeah. It's good. Any others? Yeah. You know, he asked about what's that word like when he looked it up. And I thought it was pretty deep when he said examination of conscience. So it is, it's, exa- it's examining this idea of examining what's happening on your motivations, examining what, what's happening in your life. And trying to step out of it, so that you can exam, so you can examine it. And I believe that Jackie is going to do that one. So get ready, people. Bring some tea. We're going to like it's going to be a, it's going to be a, we're going to be on the floor just having a good old time. No speaking in tongues or anything. Just on the floor relaxing. You know. <laughs> I should have put that on there. No, that would have been weird. That would have been weird. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> No, I'm joking. Joking. Who, who else have a hand? Yeah. Oh, good. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and when I get when I get too much into it, this idea of like how many times. Have you just rushed through the day and then you hit your head on the pillow and that's it? And you have not examined at all what happened today. What happened to you, good or bad. And you just, you're out. You get your, you know, little Davy sandwich, your glass of milk, and you go to bed, you know? <laughs> whatever, your, which, whatever your routine is, right? Uh, but it's this idea of when we pause and actually reflect on our days, that might do something different. That might change us in a way to where we're now attentive to like what's happening. And I think that's what ends up happening. When people don't take time to examine, to do this idea of examine, they wake up three years later and not knowing how they landed where they're at now. How did I get here? Well, it's happened over time. You never you never pause to, to reflect on what was happening. Yeah, it's good. Any others that are exciting or can we raise a little challenge for you? Okay. Oh, go ahead. I'm just like fasting, which I know sounds kind of but takes back some of the use that are like, oh man, my fasting television. And I feel like <laughs> if I any fasting that I may or may not have done, it would be something I don't know if that's bad or good or whatever. But sure. it's almost like I'm gonna fast for not looking at my phone for two hours or whatever. <laughs> You know, I want to like to have a deeper understanding of like true fasting, but even fasting in a healthy way. So, so I've looked right. for a lot of like really good literature, or mm-hmm. you know, or, well, and I just haven't ever found anything that's good as far as like how do you do a deep, meaningful fast, whether it's a day or whether it's forty days. You know, how do you what's a it, they do it in a healthy way? Right. What is biblical fasting as opposed to what I think fasting is? Right. When I fast, heaven forbid, I get with my coffee for a day. I'm with you. <laughs> yeah, so true. Maybe one more. Yeah. I'll say something. So I guess what's yeah. for me is retreat. 
mental self-care might go in with that, but when I read that and saw that, I, I'm sure some people here have kids, but there's a certain sense of guilt that comes with retreat. You know, like, I, anytime I spend away from my child, I feel guilty about, so maybe that self-care is part of that too, you know, focusing on you and not there's guilt associated with that, so that's kind of one of those things that we'll talk about. Yeah. Good. Well, people, I'm excited. I'm excited for what we're going to do in here this summer. And we've got more room. So this is a great class, I think. And you should invite folks to come be with us. Um, what I love about something like this and this particular topic is because there are so many books, but a lot of people don't take the time or can't find the time to read such thick material in books. So hopefully this would be a nice introduction and then it may kind of like push you forward in like making that purchase or you probably already have a book on your shelf that says spiritual disciplines and you're like eh, I'm gonna get to that eventually and eventually it hasn't happened yet and so maybe this will you know kick it into gear and you uh, pull that off the shelf and dive into it um, but yeah I'm excited thanks for being here um, yeah I think that's I think that's really it I won't say anything else without giving anything away but uh if you haven't met someone, as again, I'll, I'll say this a lot, but meet another person new uh, again, and that way we'll all get to know each other. So do that, and then we'll see you next time. Thanks.